So welcome back to another episode of the Fever 20 News Show podcast. Today we are talking about some very, very important topics and we're just going to be talking about some general updates and stories that occurred this week in the world of Fever 20. Next up I want to talk about the Coppola Bertadores and I could have an update to this situation. So pretty much there was a new article posted on a blog by Rodrigo Matos and it's about the Libertadores and how they're controlling the players' social medias and they're basically giving out rules for the competition and fines for different things. So it's basically like every tournament has its own rules and the players need to agree to those rules to participate. Now there's a paragraph in this blog that does mention EA and FIFA. I will talk about that soon. But what we know already about the Libertadores is that it's coming out in March and there's rumors about having many, many new licenses coming into FIFA 20 with like River Plate, Boca Juniors and stuff because it's a loophole where EA gets the license of the tournament, which then lets them use the clubs that are participating in the tournament. So that's what we know so far. And there's a paragraph in this article, like I said, and it does mention EA and FIFA. It says, if on one hand there is a concern with the procedures of the games, Conmebol has determined rules to ensure commercial exploitation. Then clubs are required to assign their marks and symbols, as well as names of video game players, in the case of FIFA made by EA. Before, there was only a generic mention of assignments of rights, not to mention the video game. So obviously this was translated from Portuguese, but some people have interpreted this paragraph to say that all the club trademarks, the logos, even the player names and stuff need to be given to FIFA or EA based on the rules of the competition. So uh, I'm not sure if that's the actual meaning of it. But Lucas says in 2018, there was no mention of licensing for video games. The terms have been renewed for Libertadores to return to the video games with everything including esports so it's going to be an interesting time let's see if there's any new licenses coming uh, i'm not really sure what to make of this little paragraph because it's translated you know some uh, words get turned and some meanings become harder to understand uh, i don't really know what to expect but there is heavy rumors that with this uh, libertadores dlc ea has a loophole where they can get access to uh, licensing that they didn't have before like Boca Juniors and River Plate and stuff so we'll see what happens when March comes around it's pretty soon only only two months away now so yeah it's coming really close one of the biggest promotions of the year team of the year is here Ryman accidentally and uh, yeah basically they put out a nice little reveal trailer EA does a good job with the trailers I, I did like the trailer you know they're, they're good with the marketing they're good on selling you the stuff but you know, you got to think at the end of the day, value for money, this is not good. Now, we can go on and debate about pack luck and spending money on the game and giving EA your money and stuff, but at the end of the day, EA is still going to make millions on this promo. Apparently, Castro, on one of the days, spent over 800,000 FIFA points, which is about $6,000, and did not pack one team of the year. And I guess if that doesn't make you want to uh, keep your money in your pockets, I don't know what's going to keep your money in your pockets. Now, according to this tweet, Bateson and Castro spent 14000 and still did not get a team of the year. So that's over 2 million FIFA points. So I don't know what to tell you, man, but yeah, definitely a waste of money. But Danny does make a good point. He goes, how can you spend $6,000 and still not pack a team of the year? For that amount of money, you should be packing like so many team of the years because you're spending so much money. Now, 6000 is not a joke. But the game does not reward you at all. EA just milks you. And Nerdfire also said that he spent about £600 and got a KDB gold as his best player, which goes for 185000 coins. So, yeah, £600 is like $1,200. You can buy an iPhone 11 here in Australia. And at least that lasts you like three, four years. This... 
Team of the Year card will expire come September next year, and then you don't even want to touch it anymore. So, bit of a waste of money. EA just milking people once again. You've got to be very, very lucky. Of course, there's a few people that pack the players. You know, there's always going to be someone, but for the majority, you're not really going to pack anything. For those people that voted in the Team of the Year thing, check your Ultimate Team because they've sent you the kit now. This is the Team of the Year Tuxedo Kit. And basically, it's just a thank you for voting in the Team of the Year. Team of the Week 17 was also announced, but there wasn't really much from EA about it. I think they care more about Team of the Year. But it features 84 rated Gabriel Jesus, uh, Pepe 85 rated, Varane 87, Gomez 87, and Immobile 89. There's a few other players there as well. Now, this week, they also added in a Player of the Month, SBC, for the La Liga. And Luis Suarez was the player that got the card, 91 rated with uh, 79 pace there. Now this one is going for about 128,000 at the moment on the PlayStation if you were to do it all from scratch. But let's take a look at the requirements. You have to exchange a squad featuring players from La Liga and it's 84 rated and 75 chemistry. And then you need to do an 85 rated squad with a chemistry of 70. Also, Frank Ribery got added into Ultimate Team as a player. Now it's been a couple of months since he actually joined Fiorentina but they finally added him in the game. Now, I'm not sure if this was a mistake or not, but it looks like EA has actually upped one of the icon price ranges. I think it was Ronaldo, and it's now up to 28 million. Now, I checked on Footbin, and at the moment, it's 15 million, and I'm not sure if they fixed it over the last few days, but there was a day where, in fact, his price range went up to 28 million, and there was a few complaints. So I'm going to read out some tweets. Gummy FIFA said, FIFA 20 has officially been ruined, with the price range officially up to 28 million. This tells us that coin selling exists a lot more than you think. Why play the game if it's nearly impossible to ever get the best players without spending a dollar? In general, this game is done. The next one, FIFA Centralin. Fun fact, Prime Icon Ronaldo has just updated his price range to 28 million on PS4 and 22 million on Xbox. The first time ever that a player's maximum price range is over 15 million. AA9Skill says, yo EA Sports, you gotta change icons in FIFA 21. No one can pay over 15 million for a card. And you can't get most of the cards on Xbox. People looked forward to trying Prime Icons. And now people just know they will never play with them. So like I said, I did check Footbin recently. And it looks like it's back down to 15 million. So I'm not sure if this was a mistake or not. Maybe EA thought it was going to be a good idea to bump it up. And then they saw the complaints and they brought it back. It's funny because they actually mentioned in a pitch notes before the game came out. That they wanted Icons to be more affordable than ever. And then they go and bump up the price range to 28 million. So there's a funny story in regards to James Madison. So this one was from the Sportsman Bet. And they put out a tweet that said, James Madison opened that many packs on FIFA that he's number one in the world for transfer profit this week. And there was an imposter online called J underscore Madison 10, obviously one of those fan accounts probably. And this was on actual Ultimate Team. So the transfer profit was 31.1 million for the week, which is a lot. And then James Madison saw the tweet and replied, that is not me, guys. You think I've got that much spare time with the amount of games we've had recently? And he's pretty correct, you know. I don't think this guy's got that much time. And if it was him, I would have been concerned at how many points and how much money he would have been given to EA for the week. So at least it's not him, but... I mean, I'd love to know who the guy is, man. This, this guy must play FIFA 24-7. In terms of squad updates, this week they had one on the 6th of January. It wasn't a big one. It was pretty small. Now, there was also a bigger squad update this week on the 10th of January. This one provides new transfers into the game. It also updates a lot of player potentials and adds a lot of good players into the game as well. So, if you want the squad update that has all the transfers and stuff, make sure you check out the video I did the other day about it. And uh, basically covers the whole squad update. So, with Team of the Year coming out, EA is going to be making a bucket load of money. And a lot of people have actually urged EA to actually use some of that profit and donate to Australian bushfires and that. And uh, some people might be wondering, I do live in Australia, but 
I'm not really affected by the bushfires. It's not really close to me, except the smoke does pass through time after time. So you do get that bad air quality. Uh, that's about it. I haven't really lost anything at the moment. But it does look very bad. And I do feel for the people that live in those areas that have the fires in their backyard. So it's pretty bad if you do live in those areas. But the smoke is just bad enough as it is. So yeah, it's terrible at the moment. And a lot of people have been sending tweets to EA. One person called FIFA CM Tip said, Dear EA Sports FIFA, over the years, we, the FIFA community, have bought your games and FIFA points over and over again, and it has earned you so much money every year. Could you please donate a part of that money we have given you to the people in need? Pray for Australia. Air Jape says, Hey EA Sports FIFA, with Team of the Year coming soon, maybe consider donating a portion of the FIFA points sold to help support the Aussie wildfire effort. And uh, yeah, there was a lot of other tweets, a lot of people tweeting at EA, and even people just tweeting at other fellow FIFA community members saying, instead of giving your money to EA for Team of the Year, trying to pack players that you're never going to get, just put the money towards the Red Cross in Australia or, you know, some other charity that is going to be dealing with the bushfire. So at the end of the day, you do what you want with your money, but it would be nice to see that EA puts out a donation or something. We haven't really heard anything at the moment, but I will update the situation if they do. I know that the CEO of EA is Australian, so, you know, maybe he will do something. I'm not really sure. So the rumors have started with a Fever 21 French League scan. This week, we got some brand new evidence in regards to Marseille getting scanned for the game. So this is potentially Fever 21 stuff right here. And uh, Marseille is, in fact, a partner club with EA, if I am correct. So until we see a team that's not partnered with EA and it's a French club that gets scanned, and then we can say maybe the scan is on. I still think it's a little bit too early to call because Marseille is a partnered club, and of course EA is going to scan at least their partners. So we're still waiting for some more evidence, but this clip came out this week of uh, Marseille getting scanned. But at the very least, it does mean that we are going to be getting some new faces for Marseille players in Fever 21, or it could be Fever 20, but I really don't think it'll be Fever 20, so expect some new faces in Fever 21. So it's recently been reported that an NFL player is going to be a pro FIFA 20 player as well. So there's an article, TMZ Sports, NFL's Jay Ajayi. Never heard of this guy. Don't really watch NFL though. I'm a pro gamer now, FIFA 20. Out of all the games you could be a pro gamer for, you pick FIFA 20, where it's going to break your bank just to compete. Well, good luck to this guy. I'm sure he's got a bit of cash anyway. Super Bowl champ Jay Ajayi is taking his talents to video games because the NFL running back is becoming a professional FIFA 20 player. The 26-year-old pro bowler and current free agent is staying competitive in a different sport by officially signing with the Philadelphia Union for the 2020 EMLS Cup campaign. Ajayi addressed the move in a statement saying, Philadelphia will always hold a special place in my heart. I am blessed to be able to represent the city through esports and to be one of the first pro athletes to become a professional gamer. Representing the Philadelphia Union for EMLS combines two of my great greatest passions outside of football, soccer and gaming. I'm a competitor so you're going to see me give my all for the union at every MLS event this year. The rest of the article talks about different kinds of things but yeah this guy has uh, confirmed that he's going to be participating in the EMLS. There was this issue brought up on Reddit this week and a few people are guessing that EA manipulates the market. I don't really know for sure but it would not surprise me and the post was about De Bruyne and De Jong who were both extinct during the whole lightning round. And apparently the moment the lightning round ended, the market was flooded with cards. A lot of them have two to four previous owners. So basically uh, people are putting their conspiracy theory hats on and saying that EA manipulates the market. And who knows for sure, but it would not surprise me, like I said. But yeah, this is still a developing story. If you want to read the Reddit, a lot of people have uh, provided their opinions on it. Nepenthes even asked them for some clarification. No one knows for sure what happened, but 
it appears that you know after the lightning round happened the market was flooded with these kinds of cards but they were missing when the lightning round was going on so who knows this week they introduced a david louise flashback spc and this one is currently going for 453,000 coins very very expensive bit of a joke really and it got 90 percent down votes on the footbin website now this one caused a bit of controversy as well because when you go into the actual requirements and the rewards for it each individual reward is untradeable so every pack you get is untradeable and that started a bit of complaints but taking a look at the requirements you have to do a brazilian players team uh, there's also a PSG one, 87 rated squad, and a Premier League players team there. But going back to what I said about the untradeable rewards, a few tweets came out, well a lot of them actually, there were a lot of complaints about it. And one person wrote, can we please have an update and clarification why all SBC rewards are untradeable now? Your company is earning billions every year from people spending money and you're not giving back anything. That's not how you should treat your customers. Another one, what the foot? All everyone cares about is Team of the Year when EA Sports FIFA is systematically trying to get rid of free-to-play by making all SBCs give untradeable packs. So it's a bit of a joke how we just have untradeable rewards all the time and, you know, eventually the only way to actually make coins by selling your, your items is to buy FIFA points and pack the players. Because doing these SBCs, number one, are a rip-off half of them anyway, and number two, the, the rewards are untradeable, so how can you make money in this game? There was a new kit added into Ultimate Team this week with the Eastern European Christmas Kit. So this one was in Ultimate Team for a limited time, and uh, you had to do the SBC. It was worth about 4.5k to get the kit. Now, I've got no problem with the kit itself. I just think releasing it as an SBC is ridiculous. Like, why should it cost 5,000 coins? You know how many gold players you can buy for your team with 5,000 coins? Like, I don't know why they would release it as an SBC. I guess they just don't have much content and they need kit SBCs. This week, it was noted on Reddit that the EA FIFA communication account has really not done much over the last few months since it got announced. So this was the post on Reddit. Reminder, since the 22nd of November account creation date, EA's direct communication Twitter account has made a grand seven meaningful replies, giving them a rate of less than one meaningful reply a week. Title says it all really. In all, the account has eight replies, the eighth being a Mourinho GIF. This marks a grand level of ignorance and disrespect towards the community, effectively removing a once viable channel to communicate concerns and issues. So when it comes to like FIFA communication, I expect like the community guys to actually reply to questions and you know provide updates on the daily. Like I'm doing more with this new show than the guys that actually run those social media accounts, and it makes you wonder like what are they getting paid for? But anyway, um, the main guys. Uh, disappeared after the hacking scandal anyway so they created this account they did a whole pitch notes about it and then they do like less than one reply a week if you're lucky and it's only when there's like a major issue where they come out and just write a couple tweets saying that they're resolving the issue and stuff like that so it's not really useful I think Call of Duty's accounts the community guys are, are struggling there as well so basically all these community guys really don't offer much and a lot of the issues game related don't actually make it onto EA's big page with millions of fans because it's more of a marketing page than a help page so whenever there's an issue in the game like EA Sports FIFA will not publish it on their Twitter page it will go to EA FIFA direct where 70,000 people 80,000 people will see it compared to 8 million people so it is what it is. It's not very useful. If you're expecting communication accounts to be useful, then uh, you're better off doing the research yourself. This week in Ultimate Team, they updated the season. So now we're into New Year's season. So you may have noticed this change as well. And basically, it's the same sort of thing. You just got to do uh, XP points to unlock different levels. And each level gives you a pack or a ball or a, a thing for the stadium. You know that kind of stuff by now. And level 20 gives you 
a storyline Felipe Anderson. They also added in a few objectives like player moment Ziek. You have to do a few of these objectives to get the player you want. Uh, there's also a Team of the Year 12th player loan card for Cristiano Ronaldo because he won the 12th Team of the Year vote, whatever it was. And then you have to do a few things here and you can get this loan card in the game. This week EA added in Flashback Marcelo and you still got time to do this one. It's currently going for about 300,000 coins if you wanted to do it from scratch. You have to exchange a Los Blancos squad featuring players from Real Madrid obviously. 85 rated team there. And then you need to do a La Liga team worth 85 rated. And then you have to do an 86 rated squad there as well. So uh, good luck to anyone who does this one. I think it got 90% thumbs down on Footbin. But yeah, very, very expensive. They also released a new Player Moments card for Bernardo Silva. This one is going for about 301,000 coins on the PlayStation if you were to do it from scratch. You have to exchange a Citizen Squad of players minimum 85 rated. Then you have to do Premier League as well with an overall of 85. And you need an 87 rated squad as well just to uh, complete the, the SBC, obviously. So... Pretty expensive as well, but it's priced the same as the Marcelo one. So this one is for the foot millionaires out there. EA added in a Player Moments Eden Hazard card. And this one goes for 1.4 million coins on the PlayStation. Very, very expensive, but there is a loan card available if you want to do that one. It's a bit cheaper. You have to exchange a Chelsea squad, a Belgium squad, a 88-rated squad, a Premier League squad. And then you need to go and do an 89 and an 89 again. And that's basically the requirements for that one. Earlier this week, EA made a mistake again, so they had to compensate. They put out a set of tweets on their EA FIFA Direct account. First one said, When midfielders were released in packs, two versions of Kante were made available. This issue is now resolved. Players that packed his Team of the Week in form will receive his Team of the Year version. We're currently processing the account data for all impacted players and we'll be sharing updates. And then they uh, definitely fixed it up and said, Update, the rollout has been completed overnight. Impacted players should see an in-game message when logging into Ultimate Team and the correct item can be found. But anyway, that's all for this week's podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you can leave me a review on iTunes or something, that would be helpful as well. It can boost it up the rankings. And also, if you want to support the content, there is a Patreon, patreon.com slash vapexkarma. Any dollar amount does help me with the content that I make. So if you want to do that, you can do that. But anyway, I will see you next week. Thanks for being part of the podcast family.